Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Don here, and I want to welcome you all to Moa's Ark, where God dwells, Jesus reigns, the Holy Spirit guides, and we live in the agape. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. I come before you this morning, and I just want to uh, deliver to you a word that I believe God has placed on the inside of me. I just want to share it with you all. God is an awesome God. He's an awesome God. He's a great God. And I don't intend to be before you long, but I just got to get this thing out. For those of you who have been challenged and stagnant in your walk and concerned about your situation and circumstance, here we are in the holiday season. Uh, That comes with challenges in and of itself, not to mention we are nearing the end of the year. You know, certain uh, ponds may begin to dry up and pools (laughs) dry up, resources dry up, and that leads some of us to feel abandoned by God. But God sent me here today to encourage you, each and every person that is under the sound of my voice, that he has not forgotten you. He will never leave you, nor shall he ever forsake you. God is concerned about the things that concern you. He is intimately and intricately involved in every aspect of your life. Anybody that can tell you (laughs) the count of the number of hairs on your head, anybody who can walk alongside you, everything that you go through, God is there. He is there. He is there. You just got to open your eyes, your spiritual eyes to see that God has never left you. But I just want to encourage you today. But before I get into the word of God, I just want to go before the throne and just to ask God's presence to just permeate this this session today and just to have his way. Father God, we thank you. We honor you today. We bless your holy name for you are great and you are greatly to be praised. Now, Father, as we approach your throne, we ask God that you will forgive us for every sin, seen and unseen, known and unknown, that we may stand before you through your righteousness. Father God, I pray today that you will touch each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, that you will touch them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Let them feel your presence and endow them with your anointing. Let your Holy Spirit reign in their lives. Let it dwell on the inside. Father God, we need you. We need you like never before. We need you in this hour. We need you in this moment. We need you this very second, Lord God. So I pray, Lord God, that you will extend to your people your loving kindness, your mercy, your grace, Lord God, for we need it, Lord Jesus. Father God, as I endeavor to encourage your people, Lord God, open up their ears that they may hear. Help them to receive from you, Lord God, a life-changing rhema word that will empower them throughout the day. Father God, I thank you. The chains are being broken even now in the name of Jesus. Father, you shall not leave us, nor shall you ever forsake us. There's nothing missing or broken in our lives. And therefore today we thank you. We praise you. We honor you today. And we ask God that you will have your way. Now, Father God, speak through me. 
that your people will hear. Help me to hear from you, Lord God, that I will clearly articulate your word to your people. Father, I thank you. I bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. All right, saints, praise the Lord. I pray that those of you who have listened to my prior uh, podcast, that you all are praying for me, um, that God's anointing will continue to dwell on the inside, that God will continue to have his way, and that people will see tangible, tangible change in their lives as a result of these sessions. It's not about me, but it's all about Christ. And we desire to go closer and closer to the Lord. Amen. So anyway, what I wanted to talk to you all about is is just to let you know, uh, prophetess is coming, you know, big sister to some, little sister to others. I may be mama Dawn to some and, you know, mama Moa, you know, but I'm coming to let you all know that God has not forgotten about you. He has not forgotten about you. He is there for you even now. He's coming alongside you and your situation and circumstance to pour you out, to draw you out, to elevate your faith in him. God will not leave you. I guarantee you that he will not leave you. I don't care how lonely you feel in a situation, how set apart or set aside or by yourself. Know that God is right there beside you. And he is so intricately involved and invested in your life that he is not going to abandon the thing that he began. He will see it come to pass, your destiny, the plans that he has for your life. And he loves you so much that he sent me this way to just encourage you today to let you know he has heard your cries. He has heard your pleas and, and every tear that has dropped, every, every uh, moan that has been uttered, God has heard you. He cries when you cry. (laughs) He laughs. He smiles when you smile. God is intimately involved and he wants you to know that he is preparing you He is preparing you to draw you back to him. He's preparing us, y'all. He's preparing to draw us back to him. We've got a few more days left in this month. I believe today is December 18th. And um, we've got a couple of more days in this month. And I believe with all that is in me, this is a season of preparation. He's preparing us. Some of us have gone so far astray from the Lord. He's saying, I love you enough that I'm going to pull you back. I'm going to pull you back. And um, (laughs) I remember my, my pastor, my first pastor used to always say, once God has his hooks in you, you just can't get away. You can't get away. I want to um, just uh, uh, um, assure you. I want to assure you that you ain't going to die. You will not die unfulfilled through the work that God has for you. You shall live and not die. (laughs) He's going to complete what he started in you and you ain't going to die unsaved. So you could just throw that one on out the door. You are going to do what God has called you to do. I declare it and decree it on this day and you will not You will not die and go to hell. 
You understand? You will continue to live a life of faith, holiness, righteousness, and reconciliation with Christ. Oh, it's already done. It's already done. So you better look for some turbulence. (laughs) If you ain't walking according to his will, because he ain't going to let you leave this earth until you get it right. Your soul has been signed, sealed, and delivered. (laughs) He has delivered your soul. Your name is already written in the book of life. Ain't nothing you can do about it. He loves you and you can't change it. Amen. So let me get into the word. Let me get into the word. All right. So the scripture that I have for you all today is in Exodus. It's an Old Testament scripture in Exodus 19 and 4. And the word of God says, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Amen. So he's encouraging the children of Israel. Look, you saw what I did to those Egyptians. <laughs> Don't forget who I am and how I bore you on eagles' wings. You know, when y'all were out there in the wilderness, I came and I undergirded you. I came and I I I I protected you even from yourself and your um I don't want to say immaturity, but inexperience, okay? I came and I undergirded you and I brought you to myself, amen? If you go to the Word of God in Deuteronomy uh, 32 and 11, it helps us to better understand what the Lord meant by I bore you on eagle's wings, amen? I bore you on eagle's wings. The word of God says, as an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them upon her wings. See, when an eagle has a, 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 a child, a baby, Per se, when an eagle has a young, when they're first fledged, the eagle will will go out. They'll push them out of the nest so that they can fly. But they don't just push them out there. They undergird them. They go underneath them so that they can settle on their wings and on their back if they need to. You understand? He the the eagle goes underneath their child. Because they know, they understand. You're inexperienced in this. You, you've never experienced this before. I know you can do it. I'm, I'm the mother. I, I bore you. <laughs> I know you can do it. So when I got to fledge you out there, when I got to push you out there, I'm going to get up under you. So that if you need to, if you need to, you can either get up on my wings or you can get up on my back. That's the kind of God we serve. I declare to you today that God is saying that I am bearing I am bearing you on eagle wings. Amen. He's declaring to us today that that same powerful and tender-hearted care that he had for his people. This is what he's demonstrating for us today. So that when we are fallen, when we feel that we have failed, that God is coming under us to save us from disaster, even from ourselves. (laughs) 
The word of God goes on to say he brought us unto himself. He brought us unto himself. So he said, I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you unto myself. And what God is saying in this instance is I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back to pure uh, worship and true religion and who I am. See, sometimes we get so caught up and I've talked about this in other podcasts. We get so caught up in our daily living. We get caught up in our trials and our tribulations and just the casualties of life. We become casualties of living as being humans in this flesh and this body. And we get away from who we know God to be. I am so grateful. I am so, so grateful for the foundation that God has placed on the inside of me. For had it not been for a strong, firm foundation and my knowledge of who he is, I would have fallen. And and not that I haven't fallen so many times, but I'm talking about I would have fallen (laughs) and never got back up. But he said, I'm bringing you back. To myself. The other thing about an ego is it's great speed. It's with great speed. He said, I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back. I'm boring you. On ego's wings. That's with great speed. God is saying that I am doing a expeditious thing. In your life with the swiftness and don't be dismayed. I know you've been tired. I know you've been going through because I've been going through my own challenges. I know you have been weary. (laughs) I know that you have been just, just all out. God, I'm done. I'm done. But God is saying, even on this day, he said, look, I am going to bear you on eagle's wings with great speed, accuracy, <laughs> and and provision. Mhm. Mhm. As I bring you back to myself, as I bring you back to my providence and my grace and as I bring you to me, you'll be safe in my arms, you'll be home, you'll be secure. Don't fight it. Don't turn from it. Allow God to be a way maker, a miracle worker, the promise keeper that he is. Don't look at your circumstance or your situation and, 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 and let yourself become doomed in the crisis. Trust God. Trust God. He will keep you safe and out of reach of danger. He will keep you strong. And he will fight on your behalf against all opposition. You got to know that, like I said, I come to you today to deliver this word that God is saying that this word right here in Exodus 19 and 4 will be made manifest in your life. And unto you. You will continue to live in his presence. You will continue as you get into his presence. You will live in his favor. And as you continue in his fellowship, being the peculiar people that he has designed you to be. He will make you ruler and Lord over many great things. 
but you got to do your part. You got to do your part. You got to praise and worship the Lord and praise and worship. And when I say worship, God is looking for the highest praise and the highest worship. And what I mean by that is don't just praise them when the breakthrough comes. Praise them when you're going through. Praise them when you're going through those valley experiences when you just don't know how you're going to make it out. Praise them. Praise him, my God. Thank him for what he's already done. Thank him even for the trials and the tribulations because in those valley experiences, as uh, uh, trials become our companion, as trials become our, our, our comforter per se, <laughs> those are the moments that we learn to trust God even more as we draw closer to him. He is looking for the highest form of worship and that highest form of worship is obedience. It's obedience. You thought it was saying hallelujah. You thought it was saying thank you Jesus. You thought it was saying, I love you, Lord. God said that the highest form of worship is to walk in obedience to his will. He is looking for obedience. He's not looking for your sacrifice. He's looking for your obedience. Hear from God. And in order for you to hear from him, you got to get into his presence. Most of what you're going through can be over tomorrow, can be over today can be over in a moment, in a second. If you just turn to obedience and walking in what God has called you to be and to do, you got to get into his presence. You got to get into his presence. We are in a relationship with God. And I don't know how many people are listening that are in a, a, a marriage or, or have been in an intimate relationship. Now, those of y'all who, you know, you ain't married, you might not understand, you know, how it feels to be in a covenant intimate relationship. And I'm, that's not condemning. That's just a, a, a stating a fact. But when you're in a relationship with a spouse, Sometimes when you all are being intimate, you got to get in the mood. Sometimes you got to set the atmosphere. And all I'm telling you is that you got to set the atmosphere to be in his presence. Now, I'm one. I'll be the first one. I don't listen to any and everything when it comes to gospel music. I won't do it. But there are some anointed uh, uh, ministers. I call them ministers because God uses them to minister to me. But there are some that are anointed that can take me into his presence. If that's what you got to do, do it. We rely on his Holy Spirit because in ourselves, in our flesh, in us, we're not going to get in his presence because we're going to feel like, okay, I was down yesterday, but I made it through. It's all right. I'm good now. I'm good now. I don't have to, you know, pray and, and, and praise and, and worship because I'm all right. I'm telling you, 
not in this last part of this year because he's preparing to bring you back to himself. He wants you. God is a very possessive God. While he gives us free will, he's extremely possessive. And I I talked about this in another podcast. He's also jealous. He's jealous. He has a righteous indignation for those who belong to him, giving to others or other things or whatever, idols or whatever, what belongs to him. So God wants to bring you back to himself. And not because he's trying to prevent you from living your best life. It is because he understands when you are close to him, you are protected. Mm. Ah, my God, my God. He wants to draw you to him. So that he can protect you, so that he can cover you, so that everything that you are going through, that as you go through it, you are going through it with grace. It's it's a totally different thing to go through a trial with grace. (laughs) Ha ha! And mercy. My God, my God. We get so far away from God and we go through the least little thing. It be the least little thing that will tip us over when we are not in his grace and we are not in his mercy. But baby, when you are in the grace and mercy of God, you can get a mountain (laughs) plotted, plopped right on your head and you can still go through it. You could get an anvil like like they do in, in the cartoons back in our day, the WB. You know, always dropping them things on, on your head. You can get one of those and you'd be all right if you are walking through grace and mercy. But when you are outside of his grace and outside of his mercy, a little feather can tick you off and be your demise. I'm telling you the truth. Y'all listen to me. Stand on this word. Stand on this word. I want you to take this word. I want you to meditate on this word. I want you to declare and decree this word over your life, over the lives of your family members. God is going to undergird you. And everything that you are facing on this day, everything that you are facing on this day, I want you to get in the presence of God. And you know how we get that little laundry list of things and and when we about to go to the store we just write out our little list I want you to write out your little list and I want you to go before God and say I'm dealing with this I'm dealing with this I'm dealing with this and your word says your word says you promise me because I'm standing on your word and it will not return unto you void because you said that you will bore me on ink on eagle's wings and you gonna bring me to yourself my god my god that's all i need to know (laughs) that's enough to carry me through the next decade just to know that he's that kind of god he's that kind of god and it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right what you see today is not what you're gonna see tomorrow I guarantee you, he's going to give you the strength that you need. 
He's going to give you the strength that you need. And just like the children of Israel, when he delivered them, when he brought them out, it wasn't to get them to the promised land. See, a lot of times we get, we get, we get confused because our thoughts are not God's thoughts, but we try to make our thoughts his thoughts. The Holy Spirit is the bridge to that gap. The Holy Spirit helps to give us revelation so that we can better understand. But our thoughts are not his thoughts, but our nature is to look at the last thing first as the first thing. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to say we slow as humans, but sometimes, hey. But when you think about in Exodus, as this time was going on, when God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, a lot of them thought it was about the promised land. The promised land was the secondary thing. God was not bringing them out. He was bringing them out to bring them to him. See, everything is about our relationship with him. The, the uh, promised land was just a byproduct of that. That was to supplement that. He said, look, I'm, I'm going to give you all a home because you, you need somewhere to be. You need something to contain you. You need something so that my miracles, signs, and wonders can be displayed and demonstrated. But see, this thing about bringing you out of Egypt, this thing about bringing you from up under Pharaoh, it has less to do with with you, the promised land, and more to do with me and drawing my children to me. Come on now. How many, how many parents do we have, you know, out there who are listening to this podcast and you understand how God felt, how God felt. Now I got some babies. I got some, I call them babies. They get annoyed because I sort of kind of still treat them like they my babies. And you know, they on the other side of 20. I got one 21. I got one that is 24. I got one that is 26. Oh, I'm sorry, 25. Wait a minute, I get confused now. 26, 27, and 30. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> I got them all up in age. But as a parent, when I find that they are challenged, that they are going through, my relationship with them is such that everything that I do is about drawing them closer. Drawing them closer to me, Draw, having that relationship to be built, to be developed, because I know that any material thing that I can do for them is temporal. It's temporary. It will not last forever. But an enduring relationship with my child is the true focus. And that was God's focus for the children of Israel. He wanted to bring them to him. He wanted to bring them to him, bypassing the high priest, bypassing all of that. You got to go through somebody else to get to me. You got to, you know, uh, the priest got to take you through. No, 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 no. There's no third party. We don't need uh, a vendor management here. I want you for myself. And I want to draw you to myself. And because it is my desire to have you brought to me. God, see, this thing is so deep. It's so deep. He he don't even care what, what drove us away. He don't care. He don't care about all of that. He knows. 
He knows, but he don't care. So he's saying, look, I love you so much that because of your inexperience in flying, dealing with this situation, this circumstance that you are confronted with for the first time, because you are inexperienced, I'm going to come and undergird you. My God, my God, my God. I'm going to come so so you can you can land on my wings. You can land on my back if you need to. And I'm going to bring you back to myself, to my truth, to my knowledge. So many times we try to listen to these philosophies of the world. We get so caught up. We get so caught up. I told y'all I started learning some new stuff, man. When I started this life coaching, woo NLP, Neuro Linguistic uh, Programming, uh, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, you know, all of these psych- psychological uh, uh, studies. Ooh, baby, I thought I was learning something. And God stopped me right dead in my tracks it's not about you not learning and expanding your knowledge and your understanding it's just you can't lose the foundation of what you already know God has your back if you haven't heard anything else that I said to you in this podcast I want you to know that God got you He is preparing you to return unto him, to return back to him. Today is December 18th. We have a few more days in this year. And I would admonish each each and every one of you who can hear my voice to do everything you can to get into his presence, to understand his will, to hand over to him all of your burdens, (laughs) to give it to him, to declare and decree this word over your life, to guard it as a banner with your faith and your commitment to Christ, knowing that it is his will that in your weakness, he becomes your greatest strength. I'm telling y'all something today. God sent me here to encourage you. Your deliverance is here. Your breakthrough is here. No more delay. There is no deny. God is saying today is your day. And I pray that you receive this word. I pray that you begin to see the manifested glory of God in your life. I pray that your home, your estate, your your finances, your businesses, your 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 uh, relationships begin to improve immediately. That your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding will become keen. Your discernment, your relationship with Christ. I pray that you will draw so close to Him. Mm. And no matter what you're going through, that nothing will deter your mind and change your opinion (laughs) about the God that we serve. 
So I want to encourage each and every one of you to take heed to this word and share your testimony. Share your testimony because somebody needs to know and needs to hear that we are serving a true and living God. And I will also extend to you, if you need prophetess to pray for you, if you need me to stand in agreement, reach out to me. Let me know I'm here. I am a servant of God. I am a servant of God. I am here to serve his people. Amen. All right. Well, that's what I have for y'all. Now I got to get back to uh, the word that I promised the other day. <laughs> I never got to part two and I still haven't got to uh, my second topic that I wanted to talk about. Come on, y'all. This thing is for real, for real. It takes some time to get through these things and then with everything going on with family and, you know, but I'm grateful to God just for the assignment and I'm going to get to it. It's not pro- uh, procrastination. You know, it's just that it's so much going on. So this is my priority. So I'm going to get right to it after this podcast. But I pray that this was an encouragement to you and a great interrupter of your day. Now back to normal programming (laughs) or whatever they say. All right. Love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.